Thanks for joining me here on Conversations for Yoga Teachers. I'm your host, Karen Fabian, the founder of Bare Bones Yoga. I'm a yoga teacher with over 15 years of experience, a certified personal trainer, and an entrepreneur. My mission is this, to help you develop into a purpose-driven, confident yoga teacher, one who truly understands anatomy and how to share it clearly and confidently so that you can help your students learn and as a result, grow your impact and connection. Here on the podcast, you'll get a blend of both anatomy learning, stories from teachers, interviews with others in the field, and a dose of personal development. Once you listen to today's episode, visit my website, barebonesyoga.com, for lots of free resources for teachers. Download any and all of them right on the homepage, including one of my most popular tools, my sequence building template. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. Let's get into today's episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a special episode of Conversations for Yoga Teachers. My name is Karen Fabian, and I am your host. And this is episode 163. So I am recording this episode on December 27th, 2021. And this officially marks the year in review the last episode of the year for my podcast. Now, of course, it's not the last episode ever. However, I realized this morning, uh, because I always record and post on Mondays, that today is the last Monday of the year. And sometimes I have interviews, as some of you may know. Today, I don't have a guest. And I thought, what a perfect opportunity. The timing is so perfect for me to do a year in review. And I guess on one hand, this is a little bit selfish because it's an opportunity for me to go back and look and review for myself all the different topics that I covered in this calendar year on the podcast. However, if you're a new listener, this is a great way to get an overview of some of what we talk about here on Conversations for Yoga Teachers and what you might find of value, even if some of it uh, is looking back and listening to some episodes that have already happened. And as well, going forward, getting an idea of what are the kinds of conversations we have here on my podcast. For those of you who are Longtime listeners, people who have written me over the year and uh, just shared with me thoughts on episodes they've loved, what they've been doing, walking their dog, cooking for their families, things that they've been doing as they've been listening and just fitting the podcast into their daily routine and just sharing with me thoughts about how much they enjoy it and value the content. Well, this'll be a highlight reel for you that might inspire you to actually go back and re-listen to some episodes that you really enjoyed. I certainly know for myself, this is something I do with podcasts I love. Some of the episodes um, this year, and actually really all of them, even though I mark each episode with a date that I'm recording, because I want you to have some perspective on when the content was created, pretty much all of the episodes are what they call evergreen content, meaning you can listen to it 
anytime and it's still relevant and going to provide value. I don't actually do a lot of episodes that talk about like current events or, you know, the nature of this podcast is such that it's not really a current events podcast, (laughs) as you probably know. And so, you know, the lessons and the inspirational content and the personal growth content, all of it is really evergreen and you can listen to it and get value from it. I hope you get value from it anytime you listen. So what I wanted to do today is just share with you some high level um, statistics, I guess, that'll give you a sense of the scope and breadth of the podcast. I want to start out by number one, just thanking you for being a listener, whether this is your first time listening to the podcast, your fifth time, your 50th time, your hundredth time, whatever it is, I want to just share with you, especially during this, the holiday season, as we head into the new year, just so much gratitude that I have that you have spent any time this year, whether it's five minutes or 50 minutes or 500 minutes listening to this content. As I said, I absolutely love hearing from people in my direct messages on my Instagram, in emails that I get, in comments on my Facebook page, all of it I absolutely love. And I am so, so grateful to you. I want to just remind you over the past month and a half, I started offering virtual classes and I've shared in prior episodes, the reason for this, Um, even though I held off for quite a long time during this very challenging two and a half year period, or what are we 20, 21, 22? Yeah. Period of the COVID pandemic. I really held off on offering regular online yoga classes for a variety of reasons, not the least of which was that I created a practice portal, which had, has, uh, not hundreds, has almost a hundred recorded sequences on it. And I did that intentionally so that people could access the classes whenever they wanted. And my expectation was that I would get back to teaching in person, but here in Boston, I found the climate post COVID for yoga teachers, at least for me, um, not me personally, but what I found in talking to colleagues and fellow yoga teachers and studio owners, it's just been kind of a a mixture of availability and, and interest in looking for teachers to fill live classes. So I got to the point about a month and a half ago where I decided to just put my stake in the ground in the internet space of teaching yoga And I, as many of you probably know from listening, began to offer live classes online. And some of you may have even come to some of these classes. And if you have been, I definitely want to hear it. So definitely send me a message and let me know that you have been on uh, some of my classes. Um, And when I started these classes, I wanted there to be absolutely no barrier to entry, as they say. So I made the classes free. They continue to be free. And I wanted to make them short enough that you could fit them in your schedule and yet long enough that you would get some value from practice. So I decided on 30 minutes. 30 minutes is really a perfect amount of time. And for those of you who haven't been to one of my online classes yet, um, I can assure you that the students that come to class always say at the end, they can't believe how, you know, the impact of practicing for what seems like a short amount of time, but is really just enough time to really get 
the benefits of yoga in the body. So just keep in mind, um, I'm, I had a couple of days off last week because of the Christmas holiday, but today, as I record on Monday, the 27th, I am back to regular scheduling and there are three classes this week, and I will continue to be offering those classes weekly. So you can just find the schedule on the virtual classes page on my website, which is barebonesyoga.com. The other thing I want to just share, and I've shared this over the past few weeks because I just recently got a full um, set of them in, which are my brand new podcast mugs with the official logo of the podcast. And it's a great way if you are looking for a tangible way to support the podcast beyond listening, which of course I am so grateful for, and or sharing with friends um, that you listen to this podcast that you like. That's another great way to um, support the podcast. And if you're looking for an additional way, you can buy a podcast mug for $12 and that money will go to defray the cost of producing the podcast, um, which now that we're at the end of the year, I've kind of run some numbers and it's, a, you know, it's definitely something that does cost something. Um, I'm not going to get into all the details. It's not super expensive. Um, however, I do have a podcast producer and there is some editing and of course, posting involved and any support that you can give to support the production of the podcast is great. And also then you get this really cute podcast mug. And when you listen, you can have a nice cup of tea or a cup of coffee, whatever your drink of choices and, um, and have it in the official podcast mug. So you can find that on my website uh, on the podcast page and you can purchase it there. So for today's episode, as I said, we're going to get into just kind of a quick year in review. And I want to just give you um, kind of the highlights here first, and then I'll get into some of the detail. So from a high level perspective, I am super excited to share that I have posted every single week in 2021. In fact, one week I posted twice. So for the calendar year of 2021, I have posted um, 54 total episodes, not including today's episode recording on 12, 27, 21, which will make it 55 total episodes for the year. And the reason that I am so just excited isn't even really the right word. I mean, of course I'm excited that the content is out there for people to consume. Um, I think what's more um, just really inspiring to me is just to have the commitment to doing something regularly with very little attachment to results. Matter of fact, I get these alerts from podcast service providers, and there are quite a few out there, um, you know, just different statistics. And do you want to see where your podcast ranks here and there? And honestly, friends, I really don't pay them any mind. You know, my barometer for how well the podcast is doing is the number of downloads. And I'll get to that in a moment. <clears throat> and then also do teachers mention it to me when they talk to me, when they correspond with me, when they post on my social media pages, do they share that they're enjoying the podcast? So please know that I don't care where this podcast ranks. Um, I really 
I don't want to say only care, but I very much care about what you think and what episodes you're enjoying, what episodes are impacting you and how, and also what do you want to hear more about? Believe me, I have tons of ideas. However, I would love to hear from you what you would like to hear more about. So feel free, always, always feel comfortable sending me a comment or a note or a suggestion for a future podcast episode. Um, so, you know, this idea of posting regularly, you know, to me really piggybacks on one of the episodes I did, and I'm going to actually look back to see the number of this episode. Episode 138 is on teacher integrity. And one of the things that as yoga teachers, we all, um, are committed to doing is showing up regularly. You know, if you have a class, unless you're really, really sick, you're going to show up and teach that class. And that is a reflection of your integrity as a teacher. You're not going to call in sick for something minor. You're not going to not show up. You're not going to show up late. You know, all of what you do to show up on time, to show up um, regularly is all a reflection of your integrity. And to me, it's really important that I, it, it's always been important to me for the podcast to be a living, breathing, dynamic entity. And I don't know about you, but there's nothing worse than going to a social media page or a podcast link and looking, uh, you know, maybe a little bit further and finding that the last episode posted was months ago, or the last social media post or YouTube video posted on someone's channel was months ago. As a, as a person looking at that, you just feel like, oh, well, I guess this person's not in this business anymore, or can't serve me in any way, or there's no benefit I can get because it's not even a live dynamic thing. So for me, the best way for me to engage with you, especially because it's unilateral, right? You're not here with me live to speak with me, even though I call it conversations for yoga teachers, it's really me having a conversation out into the ether. But I know that you're out there because again, of the comments that you share with me. And even if you don't send me any comments ever, ever, I know that people are listening because I see the downloads week to week. In fact, I can even look at them day to day, which I don't do. <laughs> um, so I know it's out there and, you know, I always have faith in the ripple effect in, in that this idea of you're going to listen, you're going to tell somebody about it. Or even if you don't tell somebody about it, your listening has a ripple effect within you in terms of how you absorb the information, how you interpret it, how it affects your life, how it affects your teaching. And I hope that all of the effects that it has on you, you can qualify or classify as positive ones. So for me to see when I sat down today and did this review that I have shown that I have shown up, I have shown up every single week to record this podcast with absolutely no attachment to results, not getting any direct revenue from it, simply doing it to share information because I love talking about all the topics that we cover here on the podcast just makes me feel really good. And it's, you know, in a way it is a validation to me of how good you can feel simply by showing up consistently with no attachment to results. And I want to really, really emphasize, um, you know, this point, not to toot my own horn, but to give you the listener confidence that 
if you're looking to do something, but you're worried about the outcome and that is stopping you from doing it, what I've just demonstrated over the past year is that you're going to feel great simply from the mere act of showing up regardless of the outcome. Now, of course, if the outcome is positive and you can track back to your showing up consistently has caused positive outcome in one way or another, that's great. Keep in mind that money, revenue earned, that's only one measure of outcome. There are lots of other ways that we measure outcome. And that's obviously a much bigger conversation. I am all about yoga teachers creating opportunities for themselves that resonate with them, that help them earn money so that they can support themselves, whatever that looks like to them. However, I am also all about showing up, putting the time in, being of integrity, and not having maybe in the moment a clear sense of what the value is, but having faith that because you're doing something that is um, in alignment with who you are and part of your authentic way of being, that the universe will support that. And, you know, I think all you have to look at as evidence of this is, you know, any athlete who is at the professional level, any person who has mastered a particular skill and has national recognition for it, you know, their story involves what? Consistently showing up. (laughs) You know, all of these people that we see in media who we think are just a one hit wonder or, oh, well, they knew this person and that's why they quote unquote went viral or quote unquote got famous. I think you'll probably agree that if you were to sit down and interview that person, you'd find that there was a lot of showing up that happened long before their viral moment. And it's just that when we see these things go viral, we think, oh, well, that just must be that that person got lucky. And yeah, maybe every once in a while that does happen. However, consistently, or what is more common, I think, and you can do the research on it yourself. Just think of, you know, people who you believe are, um, are, uh, popular or, or skilled at a particular thing and do some research on their background, you know? Um, so anyway, I, I just really want to give you kind of a shout out to, as the new year is, uh, coming upon us, think about some things that you want to show up consistently for and, make a commitment to yourself to show up regardless of results. Like another example is I, I mean, I see people sign up for my online classes. I can tell you that more people sign up every single week than show up. And I don't know if that's because the classes are free. And so there's really no like monetary exchange. I don't really think that's it. I think that generally, um, and this is just a guess, I haven't asked anybody because I never want it to feel like I'm shaming someone for not showing up. But my guess is that sometimes you sign up for a class and something happens in your day and you can't make it. And it's a virtual class. So there's a little less 
um, of a tie to showing up. It's not like you're driving to a studio to take the class. My point is that I really don't care. <laughs> you know, I mean, a large part, as I mentioned, of me offering these classes is so that I can show up and teach. I want a regular reason to show up and teach. And if I show up and one person logs on or 10 person log, 10 people log in or 100 people log in, it makes no difference to me. You know, I've had just as many classes over the past several weeks with one or two people that have been super meaningful as times that I've logged in and there's five to 10 to 15 people on there. I've had a returning favorite student in my 80 year old mother. And this has been a side um, thing that I never expected to come out of my offering online classes that my mother would grow to be really just a regular attendee to class. And, you know, so again, that's another example of just show up and you will never believe and your mind will be blown as to the kinds of things that happen that when you look back, you think, oh man, I would have never thought, like when I started offering online classes, I would have never thought it would be a venue for my mom to come to regularly. And I'm so happy that she did. So, you know, getting back to overall statistics. So we've had 54 total episodes, not including today. So this year we'll have 55 episodes. Out of those episodes, there have been 16 episodes where I have done interviews. And since starting the podcast in 2018, um, in this calendar year, I passed 50,000 downloads. And as of today, I'm at a little over 56,000 total downloads since the inception of the podcast in, I think it was July of 2018. So just from a high level, those are some just good stats that I feel really good about. Again, I don't you know, really put much stock in where it all ranks. Um, what I do feel good about is the consistent content that I'm showing up to provide and um, good downloads. You know, I mean, it usually runs about four to 500 a week, sometimes a little less than that, sometimes a little more. And so I know that there are four to 500 people a week out there listening to this content. And again, I am just so, so grateful for, for you being being one of those. Um, in terms of what we've talked about or what I've covered on the podcast, there have been some general topics on things like pose review, red flags to look for when teaching, how muscles work, um, different guidance around cues, um, different reviews of particular muscles in depth. Um, there were quite a few episodes on sequence building, quite a few episodes on working with private students and episodes on different parts of the body, like key bones and joints and, and things like that. There were several episodes on um, mindset, things like goal setting, growth topics, inquiry questions for yoga teachers and integrity. I mentioned that before. Interview topics covered Ayurveda, mindset again. Um, there were yoga teacher interviews with different teachers around the world. There were, um, there were author interviews. I know one episode I absolutely loved was with my friend, Rebecca Pacheco. And I'm gonna actually look back 
Her interview episode is episode 152, and she wrote uh, the book Still Life, which is a fabulous book. So she was one of the author interviews that I, uh, that I did. I also did a number of interviews with different thought leaders in different areas of both yoga and fitness and wellness and different areas and different aspects of, of those, um, those uh, areas of expertise. Interview uh, episode 155 was an interview with my colleague and friend, Patty Ivey, who is um, a coach, uh, both a, a leadership coach for both yoga teachers and anyone really in any line of work. I interviewed meditation and yoga teacher, Kelly Smith, yoga teacher and expert in biomechanics, uh, Jules Mitchell, um, fellow yoga teacher out in, I believe she's in, oh dear, Idaho, uh, Molly Casto. So there were just a lot of really cool interviews. Uh, I also interviewed recently episode 162, Krista Fairbrother, who is such an interesting teacher in that she teaches aqua yoga. And I also don't want you to forget episode 137, which is my interview with Natanya Stamboli, the creator of Yogi Flight School, which is a really popular online training program and teacher training. Her online training program focuses on teaching arm balances, and she also teaches general teacher trainings. So those were a bunch of the interview topics. And then I covered some unique topics like neuroanatomy and different um, aspects of, of brain health. And I also loved the episode on science and data and its role in uh, teaching yoga. That's episode 150 titled, Does Data Matter? Matter Does Data Matter hmm, in Teaching Yoga? So those are just some different topics that, you know, I was inspired to share with you that I hope, you know, got you thinking a little bit outside the box. So that's a review of what's been happening this year. And again, I want to just end this episode by thanking you so, so much for being part of the Conversations for Yoga Teachers community. Even if I never, ever hear from you, if you have downloaded even one episode and listened to even one minute, I am grateful for you. I want to again reiterate that any suggestions uh, for topics that you'd like to see covered in the year ahead, please let me know. I want to also just um, give another uh, shout out to the offer to come to class, you know, especially because these classes are live, it gives us an opportunity to chat live. And I always like to hang out after class and answer questions, especially questions about anatomy or teaching. Uh, so feel free to know that that is always an avenue you have to have some direct contact, you know, between us, which I think is, is uh, something that we certainly um, can, can appreciate. I know that this past year has brought so, so many ups and downs for so many. Uh, I certainly hope with the ongoing pandemic, you know, if you have been ill or someone you know has been ill, or dare I say you have lost someone to COVID, I want to just send you my deepest, deepest sympathies. Um, I, I wouldn't, um, I think I would be remiss to not wrap up this year in review episode without at least a mention of what we've all been living with in different ways and the different places that we live. I think that going forward into next year, you know, yoga teaching as a 
um, profession as a area of expertise will continue to morph itself and bend and yield to meet people where they're at, given what's happening in their local communities, in their state, in their country, in the world on a global level. Please know that, you know, if you're doubting your choice to invest time and money and training and all of it in being a yoga teacher, know that, you know, this moment in time is a moment in time. And I personally have all the confidence in the world that yoga teaching, offering yoga to people will always and has always been a mainstay of how people maintain their health, improve their health and impact their life, lives even beyond their physical health into areas of mental health and just their physiology around just improving their health beyond just what you might think of from just a quick fitness perspective. So let's continue forward into next year with a positive outlook, a positive mind, with energy, just ready to infuse into goals that we each have as individual teachers. And at the same time, looking for opportunities to collaborate, to learn from one another, and to continue to kind of gently nudge ourselves to be the best we possibly can be. Thank you so much for listening to this year-end episode, and I can't wait to see what 2022 brings for all of us. Namaste. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. Before you go, I want to let you know about a new mini course I just created as of October 2021. It's called the Yoga Anatomy Blueprint Learning Program mini course. It's essentially an introductory version to my signature program that teaches you anatomy so that you grow your confidence in sharing cues and sequences and in all those conversations you have with your students. If you're like some of the yoga teachers I speak to, you might feel as if you don't have the time to do my full program. That's one of the main reasons I created this mini course, which will give you all the same steps in my signature blueprint approach to teaching you anatomy and will allow you to complete it in much less time. There are 10 modules each of about 10 minutes each, and the entire program walks you through mini lessons from the larger program. You'll leave with specific new skills that you can start to use right away. You may also leave with a keen interest in enrolling in the larger program because your curiosity and confidence have been stoked. For you, the podcast listener, I'm offering $5 off the purchase price of the mini program, which is just priced at $27, so the cost will go down to $22 for you. Once you complete the mini course, you'll see in the next step section how to get a $50 credit to put towards the larger program should you decide to invest in that in the future. To purchase the mini program, visit my website at barebonesyoga.com, click the link for online courses, and select the mini course link. When you check out before you enter your credit card, enter the code podcast, and you will receive the $5 off. I hope you enjoy the program. I hope it stokes your curiosity and builds your confidence. Namaste.